our new series is a combination of head and heart, and we are going to talk about the Ten Commandments. So we're actually going into a series on the Ten Commandments, uh, but before we start looking at the Ten Commandments, I wanted to ask a bigger question, which was this, why would God give us commands? Why would God give us commands? So what do you guys think? Why would God give us commands? Elliot. Okay, so that's really good. So if God did not give us commands, um, some really bad things would happen, right? Like we, because we wouldn't know the right things to do. Okay, Cora. That's good. Yeah. So he shows us ways to give him glory. That's one reason that he gives us commands. That's really good, Cora. Any other reasons God would give us commands? Go for it. For our good. Oh my goodness. It's like somebody gave you those words before. No, that's good. For our good. So God gave us commands for our good and for his glory. Those are really good. Any other ideas why God would give us commands? Any other thoughts? Can you do you guys can you think of a time when rules so like your parents give you rules for things. Why do your parents give you rules for things? Do they do it to make you mad? No. No, your parents don't give you rules just to make you mad. Why do, you, why do your parents give you rules, Cora? So you know, that's good. So you know what to do when you're older. So you can live. So they do it to protect you. That's good. Abby, did you, you had your hand up. Oh, she took your idea. Okay. Why else do our parents give us rules? Okay, so yeah, so they want to keep the house tidy, those sorts of things, right? Okay, that's good. Um, why do schools give you rules? So you can keep learning. That's good. All right. To keep you safe, to protect you. That's good, Abby. To make sure you're not inappropriate. So they want to protect. They just want to. They want to keep you safe, but they want to keep other people safe too. That's good. Um, why else do schools give us rules? Do, do your schools want you to succeed? To be successful? To get good grades? To do this? Yeah, so they create rules for that sort of thing? Yeah. So, so, so they, because they don't want parents paying for no learning and, and Okay, yes. So another really good reason schools make rules is because your parents pay a lot of money for school. So like they want to make sure that you are uh, getting a good experience when you're there. Okay, good. So there are good, really good reasons for rules. And what I hope that we'll learn today is that God had really good reasons for the commands that he gave us. The first question that we are answering today is this. What does it take to break God's heart? So can somebody read this passage for me? Cora, go for it.
Okay, good job. Thank you for reading that. Okay, so the first thing that we need to talk about is wickedness. Wickedness. We talked about it when we did our verse earlier, but this is what wickedness is. Wickedness is choosing to do what, number one, harms others, and number two, God hates. So like um, when Adam and Eve ate the, the fruit in the garden that God told them not to eat, uh, God did not want them to do that. In fact, God hated that they did that, but wickedness is choosing to do what God hates. And what was what God saw when he looked at the earth was that people were consistently choosing to do what, number one, harmed other people, and number two, he hated Abby. Live. What? Live? I don't know what you're saying. Evil. Evil. Oh, evil backwards. Oh, that's funny. Okay, cool. So, um, wickedness, choosing to do what Number one, harms others. Number two, God hates. Okay, so that's one thing to notice. The next thing to notice is every intention of the thought of man's heart was only evil continuously. So like we talked about these words like always, all of their thoughts, all of their actions, all of their words, like, all, like everything that God saw when he looked on the earth was only evil continually. Like, that's all the time, only evil. So, like, the other thing that we learn from this is that if sin is not stopped, it gets out of control really fast. If sin is not stopped, it gets out of control really fast. So, Maddie, you can take notes. It's, we, got, we got the notes that we're looking at behind you there. So, if sin is not stopped, it will get out of control really fast. So, like, I, I'd encourage you to think, like, if you didn't have those rules, if your parents didn't give you things to keep you safe, like, what sort, what sort of things might happen? Um, I mean, don't, do you, and I don't need answers right now, but I'm sure you can, like, try to imagine in a world without rules what the world could become. And that's the kind of world that God saw. He saw, he saw people who, when they just followed they heart, their hearts, they followed after wickedness. They followed after evil. They made decisions that they knew would harm other people, and they made decisions that they knew God hated. Yep. Okay. Babies on motorcycles going off cliffs. Okay. I don't know why you pictured that. That's a really unique picture. But, um, but this is not, this is like a big deal. This is something that God didn't like. And so we can, we can read, the Lord said, I will blot out man who I'm created for the face of the earth and creeping things and birds of the heaven for what? What does he say? I am sorry. So like when the Lord looked at these people that he had created, he really wanted good things for them. Like he wanted really, really good things and he, made, he gave them this good creation. And he said, take care of this. He gave them dominion. He gave them a job to do. He said, this is yours. I want you to take care of it. And then he looked at what they did with it. And he said, I am sorry. His heart was broken. Cora. Except play with the sewing machines. Okay, so you set some boundaries there for yourself to protect yourself. That's good. 
right? This is a big deal though, guys. God looked at sin. God looked at what was happening on the earth and he said, I am sorry that I had made them. So his heart is broken. So our big idea, number one, you should write this in your notes. Big idea, number one is this. Sin breaks God's heart. Sin breaks God's heart. Oh, you already, you already sort of wrote that down? All right, that's good. That's good. means you can draw conclusions well. That's good. Okay. Number two. Uh, what does it take? It should say number two up there. Sorry about that. It says, what does it take to damage other people? Okay, so it says, uh, who wants to read this um, this little section? Maddie, go for it. Okay, so um, some things to talk about. So we talked about the earth already, uh, and it says the earth was corrupt. So not just human beings were corrupt and wicked, but something, uh, human beings were so corrupt and wicked that uh, it was doing something to the rest of God's creation. Um, so the earth was corrupt. The earth equals every part of God's good creation that he had given to humans. That's a good thing to write down. Every part of God's good creation that he had given to humans. So interesting, if you go back to the beginning of Genesis, God tells Adam and Eve, I am giving you dominion, which means I'm giving you power. I'm giving you responsibility to take care of the earth to take care of the birds and the, the plants and the creeping things. I'm putting it all under your dominion, your responsibility. You have to take care of it. And um, when human beings followed after wickedness, what happened was the thing under their responsibility, the earth, it was becoming corrupt. So human beings were taking God's good creation and they were making it worse. And so it was corrupting God's sight. The earth was filled with violence. This is the next thing we need to see. Violence is the harming of other people made in the image of God. Violence is the harming of other people made in the image of God. So not only is the earth corrupt, but actually people started mistreating other people. People did horrible things to other people. So like I could imagine a place where murder was kind of rampant. Nobody put any rules or structures in place. Everybody just kind of did what they wanted. And what it meant is that other people got harmed. Other people got hurt. So violence, the harming of other people made. I don't know. That's a, that's a really interesting question. I don't know if they killed spiders or not. But what I do know is that other people who are made in the image of God, which like if we go back to creation, God created the heavens and the earth, but the, the most important piece of his creation was when he created human beings in the image of God. Nothing else in all of creation is made in the image of God except us, human beings. And what violence tells us is that human beings were harming other people made in the image of God. And so then it says their way. So for all flesh had corrupted their way, which means that everywhere that humans went, 
So their way, it's like their path. When it says way, it's like their path, the place that they follow, everywhere they go. So everywhere that humans went, it left a path of destruction. Everywhere humans went, they, they corrupted things. They um, did what was wrong. And every time they did what was wrong, it affected the people around them. So like, does sin affect only you? When you sin, are you the only person affected? No. Does sin uh, affect? So like when you get angry and you shouldn't be angry, and I'm sure many of you have experienced this, if you get angry and you shouldn't be angry, who else gets affected by that? The person you're angry at. So like think of the last time that you got angry. Maybe it was this morning, like when you woke up. I don't know. Because you may not wake up. I don't know. But think. Think. Uh, like, who who could have been affected by that? Who? Or, or just think of the last time you were angry. Who else? Who was affected by that? Who could have been hurt by that? Your brother. That's good. Yes. Okay. Your hunger could have been affected by you're angry. Okay, so that's that could have done what caused your anger, but the Holy Spirit has given us self-control, right? And so we can we can listen to that, we can obey that, and so we can't use that as an excuse because it still hurts other people when we get angry. Right? Any other Who else who else gets affected? Who else gets hurt? Your mom, your parents, your your sister. That's good. Your brother? Does your brother get affected by your anger? Yeah. Okay, so, all right, we, we see all of these ways that, like, sin, it, it can hurt other people around us. And so, um, big idea number two here. Sin breaks God's good creation. And that, like, not the least of which is other human beings. Sin hurts other human beings and harms other human beings. Okay. Good stuff. So what? Oh, sorry. Go back. Finish up. Sin breaks. Sin breaks God's good creation. All right. I'm moving on. So what? Why? So the question we asked at the beginning is why does God give us commandments? Number one, God wants us to see our sin like he does. So when we get ready to head into the Ten Commandments and we're going to look at um, what they mean and uh, and how um, why God might have gave them, but overall the reason one of the reasons that God gave us commands is because before people didn't necessarily know what was good or right. So if God doesn't tell us, we could go on thinking that the wicked things that we are doing are right. We could just go on following the desires of our heart. But God has to step in and tell us and help us to see our sin like he does. So when he gives us the commandments, he shows us what the, the things that he hates. And at the same time, he shows us the things that he loves. So he wants us to see our sin like he does. The second so what is this. God wants to restrain. What does restrain mean? 
Yes, God wants to hold back our wickedness. So like if our wickedness is not restrained, then something could happen much like what happened back in Genesis when God decided to flood the whole earth uh, because of how bad sin was. But, but God wants to restrain our wickedness to protect us and the rest of creation. So God wants to restrain our wickedness to protect us and the rest of creation. So, so um, those are a couple of so what's as we head into the Ten Commandments, why, um, why God would even give us commandments. There are others that we could talk about, but those, those are some big ones, and those are things I want us to be thinking about as we head in to the Ten Commandments. No, we're not doing all of them today. We're going to spend like we're going to spend a few weeks on them, talking about them and that sort of thing. I just wanted to talk today about why we would even talk about the Ten Commandments. Do we have time for another round of- no, we don't because we are going to do community group time. So, uh, so I this is what I'm going to do. I am going to pray, and then I'm going to let you guys um, go through some questions. Yeah, right. Well, all the boys are going to come with me. Okay, so let's, let's pray real quick. Let's pray. Father, um, I am so thankful that you made us, that you made us in your image. And yet, Lord, I can see um, in my own heart ways that um, there is wickedness inside of me. Lord, I am so grateful for the ways that you have restrained it. But Lord, um, I know that if you didn't do that, things would be much, much worse for me and the other people around me. And so, Lord, I pray that you would teach us to take seriously how, how harmful sin can be. Um, Lord, I'm so, so grateful that you provided an antidote to our sin, an answer to our sin, that you offer us forgiveness and grace in Jesus. And you actually give us the ability to change by, by giving us your Holy Spirit. And so those are things I'm really grateful for. But um, I just pray that you would bless our discussion time and that it would be really fruitful. And we pray all of this in Jesus' name. Amen.